Welcome to the Success Fitness Podcast. I am your host, Christian Evans. This podcast is about helping improve your relationship with diet and exercise to achieve success in your fitness journey. In today's show, we have our special guest, Javier Hernandez. Javier is a happily married father of two from Tempe, Arizona. Javier has lost over 160 pounds after weighing in over 320 pounds. Growing up in a single parent home of 10 siblings, he's seen his share of poverty. Overcoming the passings of his siblings and homelessness, Javier currently holds three jobs to set an example for his family. His mission is to help folks here he can where they are in their relationship. You can follow Javier on IG at Javier underscore get underscore beastie. Success Fitness family, please welcome Javier Hernandez. What's going on, Javier? Thank you for being on the Success Fitness podcast. Well, thank you very much for having me. As I always like to say, hola, hola, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. I've been uh, following Javier uh, on IG for for a few months now, and his uh, weight loss transformation actually sparked this interview right right here. So as we t- stated in uh, the intro, you know, Javier has lost over 160 pounds, which is amazing. This is why I wanted to highlight uh, the man. So what inspired you to lose weight or to go on your weight loss journey? And how much did you uh, weigh in um, when you started? And what was the total amount that you lost in, in what time period? Well, uh, I grew up, I have a big appetite. So I was always the fat kid in the family. Everybody was always thin and they, you know, I was the gordito, the, the chunky one. And I hated being fat, but, you know, when you don't really have a lot of options of food, you know, being a, a Latino family, you know, obviously the food ain't that healthy and whatnot. Um, so I, I really hate it. It led to a lot of depression too. Um, I ended up, uh, what really sparked it was actually a breakup. I got, I was with the girl. I left home at 17. I was with the girl, um, been technically cheated on me. <laughs> and it's just like, you know what? I knew I was messed up. I was, I was already to a point where I'm like, I, I don't like what I look like in the mirror. I don't like how I feel. You know, there was even thoughts of, you know what, why am I even here? You know, life is just too much. You know, and I was already distant from my family because unfortunately around that time um, I was 24 and, you know, my family was going through a a former loss of one of my siblings. I've lost. I had five brothers. I technically only have one more left (laughs) uh, who was in prison. And then I had uh, four sisters. Um, Technically, I only have one left. So condolences. Yeah, I I have no idea how my mom did it, to be honest. Uh, Never had a dad. So trying to be that father figure now. Um, but back then when, when they're, they were dealing with a lot of grief and drugs were a big thing for them, not for me, but for them, um, which, and then reason why I left. Um, so I was, you know, my heart was hurting and I'm like, you know what? I need to fix it. So I said, I need to worry. I need to fix me. I, I need to get myself in this, say effort. I, I gotta, I gotta do this. So, um, at 24, 325 pounds, I was like, this is, this gotta stop. So I ended up just taking the, mo- I ended up basically getting rid of all the things that I, I had, like I had loves pie, got rid of all those sweets, got rid of uh, tortillas, even though I love them. Now there's low carb tortillas that back then there wasn't. So, and then I'm like, you know what? I'm not really, I'm barely struggling to keep a roof over my head. So 
I would sneak into apartment complexes that had gyms because <laughs> I couldn't afford a membership. So I would pretend I lived there and worked out in their facility facilities um, to try to get you do. <laughs> it was it was crazy. Um, but I would lift weights every day. I would just walk everywhere because I instead of using the car, I'd be like, you know, what? I'm just gonna force myself to walk. And then I was like, all right, you know what? I don't want to be skinny. I want to be built. I want to be strong. So I'm like lifting weights, common sense. I need to lift weights. I need protein. You know, I need to get rid of all the junk and just go. Um, so every single day I would sneak in and work out um, my, and then go to work. That was my life. Just work on me, go to work. Um, and then I ended up losing an average of 12 pounds per month. Uh, my first year, I lost 120 pounds in one year. Um, which was funny because the doctor, when you know, I go see him and they're like, hey, that's not healthy. I'm like, well, I'm health. I'm not healthy being overweight. But then if I'm losing weight, that's not healthy. And, and I get it. But I'm like, I'm screwed either way. <laughs> right. It's always it's always the caveat in that in that type of situation to where it's you like you damn if you do, damn if you don't, according to them. Right. So it's like you you almost feel like if they didn't tell you to do it initially, and then when you do it on your own, it's like they kind of have an issue with it. And it's like, well, I didn't tell you to lose weight, but it's like, but I am. But it may not be under the guise or the direct instructions of you. But now that, like you said, I'm 120 pounds lighter. Now there's an issue. You know what I mean? So I, I get I get what you're saying. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like the way my, my thought process was like when I first started out, I'm like maybe if I can just get under 300, I'll feel better. You know, and I hit 300. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I can break 300, you know, Um and then when I got to three, I broke it. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I still don't like it. Maybe if I get to 250 and I kept pushing myself, not a lot of where like, you know, a lot like these days where people are like, I need to lose a hundred pounds. Me, I just wanted to just try. I didn't want to make my expectations so unrealistic, even though I was desperate, like no joke. Um, I don't know, like for meth, people on meth, they would lose a lot of weight. Right. I was even to the verge where maybe if I do that, I was desperate. I, I hated being big. Um, to where I was, I was even about to do that. I'm like, you know, no, but I seen what it did to my family. I don't want to be that. You know, I don't want to end up like that. And so like dealing with the, my own demons, you know, dealing with all the things that I've already dealt with. I'm like, this, this is, this is the hard part for me. Why, why is this hard? You know, when growing up fighting and gangs and all that stuff, this, that stuff was hard. This, this, this is getting easy. So every marker I hit, you know, it made me feel better buying clothes. Um, you know, I'll buy like a certain side of the clothes and be like, you know, I'm not, I'm going to try to fit into that by next month or two months from now. And, you know, I would just make little steps. And then when I lost 120 pounds, people just, it was crazy. Cause I ended up being able to afford a gym. Right. And people, you know, you see this big guy, they're like, oh, maybe he's a new year's baby, you know, where they just stop after a couple months and no, no, you'd be surprised how many people keep an eye on you in the gym. So after a while, they started seeing me get down and they're like seeing the muscle and they're seeing the strength. And they're like, oh, my God. One guy came up, he goes, beastie. He's like, you know what? I like that. So every time he come in, he see me. He there. That didn't make sense. And uh, then they got into my head thinking, hey, man, you, you probably do a show. You know, this is back in 2011. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I could. I mean, I had a lot of new skin, which nobody warned me about. <laughs> right, talk right, about that right, right. Nobody really warned you that's the the after effect of uh dropping mm-hmm. weight and especially when you when you drop fast but you had included uh weights you know uh into your into your training so 
I guarantee that helped, uh, you know, kind of like reduce it uh, from that standpoint, as opposed to people who just dropped weight. And then now they're just, you know, they're just walking with so much skin. So I bet, I bet that helped. Oh yeah, de- definitely. I mean, like, I mean, people will look at me and they're like, man, you, you need it. You had loose skin. I'm like, yeah, well, I filled it with muscle. You know, there's a lot of muscle there. And I definitely recommend that for people. It's like, hey, if you ever have a problem, eh, that's a good one. Um, but so what ended happening was as I was starting to train for it, you know, I started dieting, started learning how to do the competition. Competitors did dieting. Maybe I can do physique to try it out. And I had a goal in mind. I'm like, all right, you know, loose skin or whatever. It's fine. I'm going to go for it anyways. You know, and I got really lean. I got this was the first time I ever got lean was I was at 168, 169 at that time. And I was like, man, I look, I took pictures. I'm like, ah, I look pretty damn good for being this. And I was like a week away from stepping on stage. And um, then I got the call that my eldest brother passed away. Um, he had died being chased by the cops. And supposedly he ran into a tree. And um, I, I and unfortunately, like I said, I come from a poverty background. My mom didn't have the funds for it. So I had to pay for his cremation, um, which took everything I had, put me in debt for a minute. Um, but then I was so depressed that I turned to alcohol and junk food. And I went from that 169 to 250 in like a month and a half, the rebound diet. So for anybody who does a competition, there's a thing called rebounding where like if you get so severely lean and if you don't know how to do a reverse diet, you'll blow up. <laughs> I blew up. Um, and then I and I came to my senses around that time. It was, a, it was March of 2011. Uh, I came to my senses where like um, I need to get back. I need to fix this. This is not healthy. This is not good. I mean, you know, my depression sank back in. I'm like, I just lost another brother. Man, come on. It was just me, you know, me and my mom, my little brother, you know, being a dad now, I, like I said, I don't know how she did it. I would flip the heck out. Um, so I ended up going back to the gym again every day. I'm like, I got I to gotta fix this. I got to fix this. Um, I started losing weight. Same thing as before. Baby steps. No alcohol. Cut the alcohol out. Um, you know, get my meals back in order. Um, cut back the junk and bring it back. Got back down, you know, and then they were going, I, I saved money to get a tummy tuck, you know, and this was in 20, 2013. Yes. 2013. Uh, I said, you know, I'm going to do a show. I'm going to do this physique show. And I got the tummy tuck done in November of 2013. And then my wife was pregnant with my first son. Okay. Uh, Kekoa. And so I'm like, all right, I got cleared to lift in December, which I started, I was dieting as I was trying to recover. Which, by the way, I'll never diet through the holidays again. <laughs> yeah, that's always Horrible. tough. You know, you're trying to be the the tough one through it all. That's one of the most most uh, toughest toughest things to do, and especially just during you know that that whole time. Um, you know, the passing of your brother. Condolences for that. Um, and then, you know, of course, you're you're dealing with you know one day you look up in the mirror and you're like, man, I was down. I was so lean. And but now mm-hmm. now look, but then it's like, all right, got to snap yourself back, which you did. And then, boom, you know, your wife is now pregnant with your first son. Yep. And then um, I got cleared to lift. I started training for the for the again for the show, um, which was in March of 2014. Um, 
but then it was crazy because it was like some people are like, you really gonna do it? I'm like, I'm gonna do it, man. I said I give my word. If I give, if I say I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. Um, and how how stubborn I can be, and I guess that's gonna be the word I want to use. <laughs> stubborn is because by February is when my son was born, and my wife had a C-section, so I was literally going from work, gym, hospital, while training for a competition, and I stepped on stage. I actually succeeded in stepping on stage for physique at 164. 165 for physique. Um, and it was good. I just wanted to get my feet wet. Uh, this time I reverse dieted um, and whatnot. And later on that year, I ended up getting laid off from my job. It was my, my major source of income, you know, because I said I want to do another show for bodybuilding this time. I'm not built for physique. You got to have a certain frame and I'm not built that way. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to try bodybuilding. And as I was training for that, I got let go from my job and kind of put a damper on things. So I ended up doing um, side work, uh, selling my stuff. I'm like, I'm still going to step on stage. I know it was crazy, but I'm still going to step on stage. And and I did. I ended up succeeding at my lowest weight, uh, leanest. I was This is the leanest I've ever been. I was at 163 um, at like 4 or 5% body fat. Oh, my goodness. And I stepped on stage, did my routine. I felt very accomplished. I placed a lot better than I did in the physique show. <laughs> I had a lot more fun, you know. Um, and I just, you know, my, my son got to see me and he was all happy about it. You know, a little baby and all. It's like, hey, I'm a dad now. You know, I've lost a lot of people in my life. Um, but I'm a dad. I'm going I'm to be the dad I needed to them. And like, although right now, tough times, you know, the whole COVID and all that fun stuff, you know, I still managed to keep my workouts in. Even when the gym's closed, we went for walks. I, me and the kids will work out in the front yard and have some fun. And like now I just work on trying to show them, Hey, you know, educate them more on food. Um, but it's, it's been, it's been a crazy, crazy few years. I'll tell you what, man, that is a very compelling story. And again, condolences to, uh, you know, the passing of your brother. That is I can't even imagine going through that. I have uh, like four brothers and, you know, we have our ups and downs, but, you know, that's one thing that uh, nobody, hopefully nobody wished that upon their siblings, but just having to, to go through that. Um, and so just with, with all that, you still manage to persevere, still manage to uh, end up losing weight after you gain weight and then end up gaining a, uh, a new life, your son, and yeah. then still manage to, uh, go on stage and still set, uh, finish what, what you started, you know, you set a goal out to, uh, get on stage and, and what you did just for the mere fact of starting to, from where you were at 320 to being on stage. So, um, salute to you during that time, what was your, your workout routine and what did your nutrition look like? Mm. Okay. Um, so for nutrition wise, what I've learned, like, as the major thing I've learned is you got to learn your body. Um, so I would document everything I was eating for like two weeks and then I would change it up. So like uh, one week I'd go with oatmeal, egg whites, uh, steak in the morning, you know, uh, lunch would be like um, white fish or chicken with some sweet potatoes. Um, snack would be a protein shake, uh, some fruit before my workouts. Uh, normally it's something light, so it doesn't really upset my stomach, but I have enough fuel in my system. You know, my dinner would probably be my biggest meal of the day where I'd either have like, uh, 
a decent amount of chicken or some white fish and then like a lot of veggies and some some avocado or something to help my stomach go to sleep a little easier. Um, and then I would change it up. So like one week, two weeks, I'll go with like sweet potatoes. Two weeks, I'll go with like a white rice, see which way my body liked more. Um, adjusting from there. So like depending on how lean I want to get that, that for like the shows, you know, I do like something like that. And then carb cycle. So like on the, on the weekends, I would enjoy time with my wife. We'll go out to dinner, eat something a little higher in carbs and something not of boringness. <laughs> um, and then just, you know, keep it simple towards more balanced, uh, not so much so restrictive. And then for my training, um, I really, I took a lot of time to develop. I'm not, yeah, I guess you could say they're advanced lifting techniques where like, you know, drop sets, uh, super sets, um, time under tension sets. And so my, my workout resistance was a lot of weight based where I would do a, a major group with a minor group, such as like chest and triceps. Um, one day, next day I'll do back and biceps. Uh, third day I'll do primarily more hamstring than quads for leg day. And then I'll do like, um, and core. And then the day after that, I do more like isolated biceps, triceps, and shoulders. Give myself a rest day, which is I'll go just do cardio, so maybe some more abs. Um, and then I'll do uh, I'll do that for a while. And then I'll do um, just I forgot the technical term for it, but there's another technique where you'll do like a they call it the push pull leg method. So you'll do those uh, those days, and then an off day, and then you cycle. And that's, I'll do that for like about two, three months um, to see which way my body liked. Uh, if I, then I'll try to, my food will be increased a bit, trying to gain size and, or muscle um, and see where, how I want my body to shape, you know, bring up some weaker areas. Normally my workouts will revolve around bringing up my weaker areas and not worrying about like, if I'm chest dominant, if I have a really big chest, then why am I going to worry about it? You know, and that's where like, if I want my legs to develop better, do it smart. And I try to be, um, safe more times than not. Like I'd rather grow stronger, slower, um, and do workouts that are less prone to injury. Like I always think about the risk versus reward. Right. Now during that time, did you have a a personal trainer showing you all the stuff or you just pretty much just like just self-taught self-research and trial trial and error? Yeah. Yeah. I was self-taught, uh, self-research, a lot of trial and errors. I would actually speak with a lot of the veterans in the gyms. Um, you know, instead of the young guys, I'm like, yo, overheads always have the best information. They have the best information going back to what you just talked about safety, right? Mm -hmm. Um, some of the best information that I've learned, um, in this is from older heads from not locking out all the way in your bench pressing, um, and the whys behind it, you know what I'm saying? Um, even, even from using the, the the Smith machine, which is like, yep. you know, it's kind of one of those things to where it's like, oh, this is not real, man. 90%, you can just go on YouTube right now. 90% of the, the guys who've got the, the physiques that we all, you know, try to model after, they'll tell you in a heartbeat, you better get to that Smith machine. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> far as for like the purpose of sculpting, especially that's what, yep. what you were going into. But yeah, man, I know exactly what you're talking about with, uh, with the old heads. Yep. I learned a lot of that. And I always say, uh, watch your shoulders. Don't do this exercise. Don't do that. exercise. <laughs> like, ew. Yeah. You definitely, you definably shoulders. have to listen to them, especially when it comes to, um, 
I would say like deadlifting. And I think that's kind of like the thing, the thing now, which, you know, we're on social media. It's like everybody's trying to prove how much they can lift off the ground. But, you know, you got to listen to somebody who's actually lived life. And when they tell you about just their lower back in general, whether the deadlift has something to do with it or not, they're just talking about just some things just honestly just takes a, take a tax on the human frame. And you have to figure out like, what do you really want to invest your time in? You know what I mean? Do I want to invest my time to you know, prove something to myself or prove something to somebody on social media, or do I just want to, you know, am I training smarter for, for longevity? Yep. That's where I'm at. I'm like, I got kids. Eventually my boys are going to be like, I can take you dad. I'm like, uh, no, I'm 80. I'll still put you over my knee. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So during that time, um, what did you, what did you learn about yourself during that, during that transformation phase? What did you like anything that, um, like any, any pluses, any minuses, um, um, like in, in as far as like endurance wise, because when you're going through that phase, you tend to unlock something that you probably really weren't prepared for or taking a small piece of yourself and it ends up expanding to something more than even even what you thought. Well, I mean, I've actually, on the on the bad side, I've learned that you'll lose friends, you'll lose, especially you'll lose friends because, you know, They'll be like, what are you going to do? I'm like, I'm going to go to the gym. They're like, well, we're going to go do this. I'll right, go for it, man. It's, it's cool. They're like, and they stop inviting you. And, you know, and, now, and it's like, now if I have time, it's like, I'd rather spend time with my family than do anything. It's like, hey, I'd rather give my boys my time, my wife my time, than to go do something dumb, you know? Because eventually my kids are going to grow. It's already bad enough. I miss a lot of their time as it is. And I, I learned that you'll lose friends, but you'll gain, you'll gain, you'll gain new ones too. People that are a little bit more supportive, you know? I've also learned that like the fitness industry right now is totally messed up. I mean, it's hard. It's so bad. And and it sucks because I wish I knew this kind of stuff going in um, as I've learned now. And it's like, man, it's so much BS that that's why people fail more often. You know, the plus side is I realized my discipline is very strong. <laughs> I didn't think it would be that that difficult. But nowadays, things are a lot easier. Like I said, I had to give up. I can honestly say I haven't eaten pie, which is my favorite dessert since the holidays. And normally I would have pie like every other week. <laughs> but lately I've just, you know, I don't really crave a lot of things I used to like fried foods, uh, greasy foods. I, I don't really do it often anymore. But like now you got low carb tortillas, you got low carb breads, uh, which I'm not saying carbs are bad. It's just, you know, you got things that make eating healthier a lot easier um, where it's no longer, you're not really eating. Well, I want to, how can I put it? You're not really eating bad, but you're eating more efficiently, you know? And to me, I prefer it like that. Like I, I couldn't, my energy, my, the way I live is just, it's a lot more balanced now versus back then, you know, it was a lot, a lot of chaos, a lot of hectic, a lot of, um, trying to figure things out, thinking it works. Now that I know that my discipline is there, um, my mind's a lot more clear. Uh, my life is a little bit more simpler, hard, but simpler. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I get, I totally, I totally get, get what you're saying in that, in that regard, as far as, um, as far as for me during my weight loss transformation, I was doing a lot of fresh pressed juices and everything, but I had to do them myself, go to the store buy the produce, cut the produce juice the produce, clean the produce, you know what I mean? All that kind of stuff. Right. And that took time, you know what I mean? But now it's like, you can just go into the store right now and 
you know, you got 32 ounces of fresh pressed juice, you know, right there, which is cool. But it kind of goes to, uh, I guess, you know, we're, we're, we're becoming those old guys like, oh, back in my day, you know, we had to walk 10 miles to school. <laughs> you know what I mean? And those, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think like everybody, everybody's going to have that. Every generation is going to have that. But it just makes you appreciate, you know, you like what you had to endure. Right. Because, man, what if they would have had low carb tor- tortillas back back then, you know, instead of eating one, which would have eaten 10 just for the mere fact that you knew it was low carb. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like, I might as well would have ate just two regular ones. You know what I mean? So it's just like you needed that certain cutoff or certain breaks because there's certain things that I know I just cannot have, period, or else I just go, you know, full full bore with it. So what is your current diet and uh, workout regimen look like today? Right now, um, I, I, I'm about to start a cut because right now I'm at the leanest. Well, all right, let me rephrase that for people who don't understand how like muscles can really help you. Um, and, and body composition is a thing where like I've been 200 pounds before, but I've never been lean 200. So like, as I put on some good muscle, I'm a lot leaner at 200 than when the last time I weighed 200. So now I'm going to, I'm going to try to go on vacation in the next seven weeks, my first ever vacation, like an actual one. And cause we were going to try last year and that didn't work out very well. So I'm going to go for a seven week cut, nothing drastic, maybe just try to cut like 10 pounds, you know, to see where I am. Cause I want, I want to enjoy my, my vacation, like all, like all the good stuff. So I'm going to, what I'm going to have is I'm going to go back to basics. You know, I got my sweet potatoes. I got my white fishes, my chicken, my steaks, my eggs, um, I got my green beans. Uh, I don't, people do broccoli. Broccoli is cool, but I don't like the bloatness from it. <laughs> yeah, broccoli. So always, it's, yeah, like you said, the bloatness and the gas <laughs> and, and all that good yep. stuff comes from it. No, I'll, I'll go get the asparagus and the spinach and, and stuff like that. But like, just load up a lot of veggies. You know, my snacking habits, I like to get, um, I like to make, make it to where my meals, I usually eat about six meals a day. Um, Two of them are like more around my workout. So they're my protein shake and my fruit um, post-workout shake um, and the rest of my, my full meals, you know? Uh, so this way, like, it's not so bad. Oh, by the way, like people who don't have protein powders or whatnot, like Fairlight has a really good milk now that can supplement or help people get protein in a lot easier um, with a, with very low lactose. It ha- they like strip the lactose out of it. So it's, it's a lot easier. Um so my meals, I'm going to go back to my basics of that, where I weigh about 200 pounds. So I'm going to consume about 220 grams in protein per day to try to preserve my muscle. Because, again, I'm not building it. So I want to be able to preserve it. Um, still train it wise for my routine. Uh, my volume of lifting is going to increase where, like, I'm going to do not so much isolated workouts anymore, but more compound movements. And I'm going to try to keep my volume high, my higher reps where the weight's still very challenging. Um, a lot of drop sets, <laughs> a lot of drop sets. Those are brutal, but they're going to help keep the muscle there that I want as I start to trim the body fat. Um, right now, I do an average about 40 minutes of cardio per day um, because I'm, I'm a white guy. It's really easy for me to gain fat um, for my body type. So I'm just probably up it to where I'll probably do two thir- uh, up it to an hour a day. Cause I mean, it's only like a, a 30 minutes here and 30 minutes there. Uh, for some people who have a hard time doing it, just do three, 10 minute walks. 
you know, there you go, 30 minutes. Um, so I'm going to start doing that for my routine and my, my, my dieting. And normally right now I'd have two cheat meals a day or a week. I'm going to drop that down to one to where I can still have my, my fun with my family and then be on track, you know, stay in a slight deficit. I don't want to be in a big, I got you. I got you. I got you. Do you, um, as far as you mentioned, you mentioned, uh, heavy, heavy reps, um, um, high volume. What do you consider uh, high volume far as reps? Like where do you, where do you peak out oh. at and where's your, where's your top and where's your, your, your bottom as far as right now, reps go? When I go for heavy as a, as a building weight, I'll usually go for like a rep of a heavy rep. See, I was benching 325. So I'll do that for like three reps. Um, but like now I'm like, all right, so that's just to gain size. For now, I'm going to start doing reps of 20. Uh, so like an incline Smith machine, I'll do an incline spin of 20 reps, nothing, probably like a plate in 25 or something, just enough to get the volume, the pump in my chest and really make Because after each set, I'll do about five, five sets of 20. So that's about what? hundred reps? That's hundred. No. Or five yeah. to 20. So yep. Mm-hmm. yep. So something along that range where like, that's enough to beat that chest up enough. Oh yeah. Most, 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 (laughs) most definitely. Most definitely. Um, yeah, those high volume sets can, um, really do you, do you good. Uh, I'm just used to a high volume, uh, far as, far as programming. And right now I'm trying to not so much reduce it, but like, I don't have to, to do all of that, which meaning like I'm somebody who's used to like what you just said, four, four sets of 25 or five of 20. Right. Um, so now I'm trying to do, you know, a pyramid set 12, 10, eight, and then back to 10, then back to 12. Now that's a, that's a, that, that's a challenge in itself because, you know, I have to not program my mind where the other way you can pyramid, you can pyramid two different ways. Like that's your standard pyramid, but, uh, but if I do 12, 10, 8, then 8, 10, 12, you know what I mean? So reducing that one one set does make a difference in the long run of yep. your entire entire workout. So what would you uh, say to those or what advice would you give those who are hesitant about starting their their weight loss journey? Oh, kiss. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. I mean, they're. There's a like I said, the, the fitness industry puts out so much craziness. It's, it drives me nuts. Like so many fad diets, so many. Just keep it simple. Start basics. If you're depending on how heavy you are, um, be aware of the of the issues that could happen that you're not paying attention to. You know, if you're deficit in certain nutrients, you know, keep your foods wholesome. You know, if you have a snacking problem. Um, there's always ways of having simple snacks like homemade popcorn without the butter, but you can use a butter spray, put in some Splenda sea salt, boom, you got kettle corn, you know, um, but keep it simple. Don't, don't try to be like, I need to lose a hundred pounds in three months. Um, I got to do two hours of cardio. Um, I gotta go keto and, and no offense to the keto folks. It's just nobody ever stays on keto. Nobody. They'll, they'll, they'll break one after few months and they'll think that's the secret diet. No, I'm sorry. When you eliminate a whole group of food, you're going to have issues. Why do you, I mean, for that reason, there's so many supplements you have to take it's because you took out that whole group. And it's like, no, just reduce, <laughs> re, just reduce your fat intake, increase your protein intake, 
That would be step one. Two, just get a little bit more active than you are now. If you're not, if you're not doing any walking, just start walking. If you're not, if you're afraid to go in the gym because of people not know looking at you or judging you, I can promise you this. Most of them don't even know what they're doing. Okay. They can't judge you, but who knows? You might inspire them. You being in there just trying, you know, people would look at me, they're like, oh man, you're you're here almost every day. If I am, that means you are too, right? There you go. So don't overthink it. There is no secrets. I uh, just just move more. Just monitor what you eat. And in best case, I would say keep a journal. Write it down. Write it down. Take a picture of yourself, you know, and be like, look, I, I should have taken more pictures. I got to be honest. I should have taken more pictures. I hated taking pictures, but I should have because people were like, no, man, that's crazy. You were that huge. Um, but you'd be surprised how people, you know, want you to win. You know, so, but just keep it simple. You don't stress all. You don't need special supplements either. Start with food. <laughs> food is key. And then start just moving. And then when you go to the gym, do ask for a trainer. You know, if you're not, if you're not really sure on how to research and because of all the things that they got on YouTube and stuff now, unfortunately, it's a hit or miss. <laughs> um, again, things I wish I learned back then. Um, don't be afraid to ask a trainer, you know, ask, ask for advice or, you know, like I said, go ask a veteran in there. See somebody that actually looks like they know what they're doing and then don't be afraid to ask for help. You know, a little help here and there can save your body, your knees, your back, you know, in the long run. So. Well, yeah, you that's, heard that's, the man right there said, keep it simple and basically keep it moving. Um, I hope you found inspiration in today's episode with our guest, Javier Hernandez. Please, Javier, let everybody know where they can follow you at, uh, where they can book you for one-on-one uh, personal training, your Instagram, Twitter, websites. Go ahead. Uh, uh, you can find me on Facebook, Javier Get Beastie Hernandez. Um you can find me on Instagram at Javier underscore get beastie. Um, and it's B E A S T Y for those who think it's I E or something. Um, but yeah, feel, 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 yeah, feel free to message me anytime. You know, I usually help where I can. Uh, even if it's just simple things as if you don't know where to start with your food or, you know, normally when I coach my clients and stuff like that, I even help you figure out recipes, you know, things that make life a lot easier. It's really not as bland as people make it out to be. All righty. All righty. So once again, want to thank Mr. Javier Hernandez for showing up and showing out on the Success Fitness Podcast. Thank you for subscribing to the Success Fitness Podcast. And until the next episode, Success Fitness is the mindset. And always, always, always remember, success is golden. Hashtag more weight. Peace out. Are you in the Peoria, Illinois area? Are you looking for a personal trainer that will focus on you to help achieve success in your fitness journey? If yes, please book your in-person or Zoom one-on-one personal training sessions with me, Christian Evans, at christiansweightsuccess.net. While you're there, sign up to download my free shelter-in-place body weight exercise ebook. This program is designed to use only your body weight, so no need for any exercise equipment. In addition to becoming my client, you will have access to the Day One Meals menu. Day One Meals is an a la carte meal prep service I offer to my clients to help you reach your fitness goals. I hope to work out with you soon.